and opinions expressed in this broadcast are those of the host guest and do not necessarily reflect the views or positions of any of BXR entities and those they represent. Another episode of the You Better Live show with the goddess Chaz. You know me, Chaz Furl, the Emperor's Lady Cake Mix, all of that. And we up in the mix tonight. Y'all know how I get the show started. I do got an awesome guest that then came through on the humble. Like, no, it was not planned. I mean, like, literally the day it was like back and forth. And she was like, I'm going to be there. And then I also have, she came in through with a treat. She gave me some free tickets to get to y'all. Oh my goodness, for this event. So we're going to get more into that, but to get us started, because she cannot be with us for the entire show. Y'all know how I do. Got to give all honor and glory to God. Yes, stuff be a mess, but don't you stress. We are truly, truly blessed. So let's just get in that prayer. Do whatever you got to do. Bow your head, close your eyes. I swear I ain't going to be long-winded because, baby, I pray all day, every day, even in my thoughts. But come on in with me, family. Come on in with me, family. You better live for it. Dear God, we come to you thanking you, oh, Father God, for continuing to keep us, oh, Father God. Continue to provide understanding beyond understanding, oh, Father God. We continue, oh, Father God, to try to love, try to love. Try to love one another. We know that you see that fit for us, oh, Father God, but we just thank you for loving us. Oh, Father God, continue to keep your hand over us. I pray for everyone who is dealing with anything, any type of grief, any type of loss, any type of sickness. You know all and you see all, and we thank you. I'm so glad. I'm so glad. I am so glad that you are who you say you are, oh, Heavenly Father, and you will never leave or forsake us, oh, Father. Thank you, God. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Amen, y'all. I can't be long-winded. I can't be long-winded on it, but guess what? I still got to give that glory and honor to God. A prayer is a prayer. And guess what? It's not hard. It ain't hard. It ain't no master. It ain't no craft to mastering. Just basically talking. Talking to the creator, to the most high. Acknowledging your blessings. And I'm telling you, prayer changes things. So anyway, the name or the topic of tonight's show is Everything Green Grows. Y'all know I be trying to play on these holidays they be having coming up, right? So tomorrow is St. Patrick's Day. And I am not talking about um, the algae in the water or the, the marionians. But yeah, okay. Everything Green Grows, and this is the way the show is going to go. So let me introduce my guest we have with us tonight, Miss Lachelle Silva, who is the CEO and founder of Love, Lust, and Life. God gave her the vision back just last year in October in 2022 to bring about this discussion panel, which is called, again, Love, Lust, and like, hey, how you doing, show? I'm good. How are you? I am doing well. Thank you so much. I had to give you your props, girl, because like, 
I told you at the drop of a hat. You was like, oh, yeah, I'm there. I know we was making arrangements for you to, like, call in and then it was something, you know. And then you're like, no, girl, I'm going to show my face. I know you hold your, um, the panels every Thursday, correct? Yes, correct. Okay, so it's an ongoing thing, y'all. Even though um, the show is here tonight, I just wanted to share her to share a little bit about what her mission is and her goal is with this love, love, and life discussion panel. That is an ongoing thing. She is the CEO and founder. It's just is not like no cliche type of thing. This is ongoing. It's going to continue to grow. Okay, um, but with that being said, she does have an event coming up next. Sunday on May 26th. And guess what? One of the awesome guests that I had here before, the Shira Zania is going to be there. And y'all know Sister Can Sing. So y'all know y'all got to get on out there. Tickets are $10, just $10. But just like I said, she is here to grace us with her presence. Let us know what it's all about. And guess what? She giving me some free tickets to get a y'all. And she said it is based on my terms. So if you are out here tonight, show us some love. Let us know that you are here on the chat. Y'all know the fine lines are open at 443-642-9403. So don't be shy. Hey, Lachelle again. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> I was talking and talking and talking and talking. But how you feeling? You said you all right? Yes, I'm good. Good. Bless, bless. 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 So tell the people out here, what is Love, Lust, and Life discussion panel? What's that? So this is a panel um, that God gave me the vision for um, in October of last year. Uh, the, the panel um, consists of 10 members, uh, five men and five women. And we come together with different subjects and topics that we discuss about life, about relationships. And our common goal is to come together to try to improve relationships and save relationships. Um, over the last couple of years, uh, we witnessed the divorce rates going up. We witness a lot of couples separating, divorce, and um, going their own separate ways. And the purpose of this is to try to save uh, those relationships, try to give them some type of resources, some type of tools, some type of advice, and to just hear from the opposite sex. Sometimes, um, you know, just hearing it from the uh, from the other end, from the other perspective, gives you a better light and insight to some things that kind of help you question yourself and question the things that you are doing. Um, and that's what the relationship panel is all about. Uh, we promote uh, relationships. We promote family building. Um, that's what it's all about. We want to just kind of come together, keep the family together, keep growing, keep the children in the circle, and just keep expanding um, and keep multiplying according to the purpose of what God intended for families to do. That's what we that's what we're trying to do. Put it back into the community and pull back into it. Oh, man, that is awesome. That's awesome. I know that you pointed out the fact like within the last couple of years, um, you was noticing, you know, what was going on in regards to relationships, a lot of divorces or whatever. Do you think anything in particular like contributed to that? Um, so. Um, I will say, I won't blame it on it, um, but I will say during the pandemic, I feel like that gave people a lot of time to kind of um, had that time locked away with uh, their partners, with their spouses, and it gave them a lot of insight, um, you know, as to who this person really was. So much, um, so many times in our day-to-day -day operations, you know, we work, we come home, uh, we do right. the same routines over and over, but COVID kind of slowed a lot of that, that, that down, where we were kind of locked in the house together, and yeah. we got to 
kind of see some of the nerves. We got, yeah, we got to do that. We got to witness some of the behaviors and we looked at was like, wow, they really is trifling or they really, oh, I'm really trifling. Like, you know, some of that, you know, we got to see a lot of that behavior over that time. And it also gave us a lot of time for self-reflect and evaluation to trying to sit back and see, okay, do I belong in this, in this situation? Am mm -hmm. I being taken advantage of? Am I taking advantage of someone else? So it gave us a lot of time to do a lot of reflect reflections. And I think that's kind of, um, when people decided to start making these decisions and started moving in different directions according to what that looked like. Right, right. So what I see, I mean, what's interesting is that usually, you know, when you talk about relationships, um, people just kind of think, you know, the man and the, the woman, the partnership coming together. But what I love is that I did hear you say family and then also, you know, community because the dynamic is not just, you know, in the marriage relationships, um, a lot of relationships, unfortunately, um, in the community for his family are strained and there is some dis disconnect there. So I know you are blessing tons, tons of people. I told you that earlier as you were sharing with me, we all know that when you're trying to do something, you wanted to reach as many people as you can um, to make things better. But you know, my encouragement was to you was, you know, the slogan that I always be going with, always remember my head the same way I am with the show, like, look, what you doing might not help, you know, the world, but it could be the world for that one person. So even if it just reaches one, if it reaches some, please know, honey, you doing what is destined for you. And love, lust, and life is definitely it, right? Right yeah. now. So y'all got to make sure y'all check that out. That um, discussion panel is held every Thursday. Is it 7.30? Every Thursday uh, from 8.30 to 9.30, um, you can okay. find us the link. We have uh, a relationship group that's on Facebook, a relationship open discussion page. Um, and you can find a link uh, for Zoom and you can join us there every Thursday from 8.30 to 9.30. All right. 8.30 to 9.30. And every week is different topics, is different discussions that you wish. I know a lot of times it can get heated. You probably need to have a conclusion, right? Yeah. <laughs> Right. And I Absolutely. really like that you have um, a diverse panel, just like how you said, you know, the five men, the five women, um, because that is important too for us, you know, to come together and kind of get, you know, understanding from both sides to see what people. So it's kind of like y'all putting it on the table um, and being, you know, not judgmental, not discriminatory, but really looking at it for what it is, because. Before that COVID, like you said, we was hiding a whole, whole bunch of stuff. We didn't even know he was going to work. You was going to work. We was dropping the kids off. But when we had to sit and really look, we was, oh, this ain't right. it. This ain't <laughs> it. So let's just hope that <laughs> your panel reaches who it needs to reach. And y'all yes. her. It's every Thursday, 8 30 to 9 30 um it's on the facebook they have a page be sure to like it join in and in the discussions i did see one of my good brothers um uh, juan nance 
Um, <laughs> it's on that panel, love brother one, and I know he is very, very, very wise. Yes. Um, I know he should shares a lot of vital information and insight. Yes. Um, also, we talking about them tickets, y'all. I'm telling you, y'all better get on here because I mean, y'all want them, y'all ain't gonna get them for free. But <laughs> I have some other little um. I guess challenges for y'all to be able to get these tickets. Uh, but let's talk about that a little bit. So this event is happening next Sunday, May 26th from 6 to 10. It's out in the was it White Marsh, if I remember? Yes, yeah, okay. in the White Marsh area, yes. Okay, give the address and all that there. Tell us what the event about. So um it's next Sunday, March the 26th. Um, it's gonna be from six to ten. Um, it's happening at the Sizzle of Baltimore, uh, which is a known um club in Baltimore County, right there off of Allender Road and White Marsh, uh one one three five, um, right there. Um on the corner um, of Pulaski Highway and White Marsh Mall, right off of Allender Road. Uh, we're gonna be located on the second floor. Um, we're going to have um, some of our panel members are going to be there. Um, we're going to have a live DJ. Um, there's food available to purchase. There's drinks available to purchase. We're just going to have a good time. We're going to come in. We're going to do our thing with the panel, and then we're going to do a little mix and mingle. Um, so it's definitely going to be um, a hot event. We're looking for everybody to come out, um, you know, get you a little skill, listen to the, some of the conversations that's going on, yes. and then, you know, have you some fun after that. Yes. Come through and have fun everyone and just like i told y'all she gave me some tickets i ain't gonna tell y'all how many that is my business okay but you should be great that you want to be blessed through love lust and life yes. has given me the honor to be able to give y'all some free tickets so we're gonna have that going on i'm going to an event next sunday actually i'm coming through sunday to yours and then yes. after um, I, no, I'm actually going to another one first before y'all, this is a little earlier in, in the day. Okay. And, um, hopefully I can give them whatever I have left or whatever else like that. But anyhow, guess what? I'm going to have, even if it's me and five other people, we're going to be up in there. Okay. <laughs> Appreciate the free ticket. Yes. She said they're going to be out there. They're going to be mingling. They're going to do a little bit of that discussion thing. Then I seen, like I was, um, saying that. The sheer is in there out there. She can sing. So I'm guessing she's going to perform. I seen yes. a poet is going to be there. Yes, my sister, um, Tanika uh, Silver Little, she's um, a poet. Um, she goes with me when I go with my show. She's going to be on the mic doing her thing, live performing that night as well. Yes, seems like a really fun, fun event. So y'all know what I always say. Don't be shy. It's 6 to 10. It's on a Sunday. But go on out there and get it in. See what love lust and life is about i love that they are giving events outside of the panel discussion um and it's just gonna keep on growing everything green grows i'm telling you everything green certainly certain go grows uh but i know that you gave me exactly what was like the mission what was it and everything else like that but can you just give us an example something you like what like what y'all be bringing up um so we deal with anything um we talk about sex um we talk about intimacy. Uh, we talk about divorce. We talk about separation. We talk about dating. Um, so I mean, we don't have yeah, we don't have no boundaries. So we we just go there with real life scenarios because that's what we want to deal with. We don't want to sugarcoat this thing. We don't want to pretend and make up things. We want to deal with real life scenarios that people are going through on an everyday basis to be able to help them 
to give them these examples, to give them these resources so they would be able to help them with inside of their relationships. So we talk about it all. Nothing is off the table. And it is for the mature crowd, 21 and over. 21 and over, you heard it. Even though we know some of them kiddies going to be trying to sneak through. <laughs> but it is for the mature crowd, baby. And then like she said, when I said, what y'all be talking about? Y'all heard her. The first night she said sex. <laughs> because guess what? A lot of those breakups had to do with that. And then, you know, y'all was in the house, like we said, during the COVID with the kids. <laughs> Let me go and get it in. You know, right. you're trying to keep a sneak home from lunch and everything else like that. So it was a whole bunch, bunch of that. And then you got to keep it, you know, I keep it interesting and different things like right. that. So just like I said, it is very, very good that y'all have a mix up on that panel. And it's not just all women, you know. Right. Men or, you know, men bashing women, vice versa. It's right. both sides of the story. But guess what? There's always two sides of the story. And then there's the truth. Let's talk about it, right? (laughs) Let's talk about it. Let's talk about it. And if you talk about it long enough, you might can change somebody's mind. Absolutely. Okay, okay. (laughs) So when you hear love, lust, and life, that is exactly what it is. She has the Facebook group. She's also on IG, right? Is it um the relationship um discussion? Um it's relationship underscore discussion on IG. Yes, and then we also have a page on TikTok, the relationship discussion. You can find us on TikTok as well. Okay, okay. The relationship underscore discussions is on IG. Make sure that you definitely, definitely do not be shy. Check out those discussions, y'all. They come on live every Thursday at 8.30. So guess what? Right before me, Thursday, Thursday be lit. I'm telling yes. you. I come on <laughs> I come on 729. Y'all know that's my birthday. And then guess what? Even if y'all got a break from me, I ain't going to hate. I ain't going to hate. Y'all can break from me and go over there sometimes to see what's going on with this relationship discussions with love, lust, and life. That's how we do. So make sure y'all support that because that definitely is love. I don't know if they lusting over, but I live. (laughs) It is definitely life. It is definitely life. So she said they talk about sex. They talk about all that love. I don't know about you. Y'all gonna come on there just to be nosy. (laughs) That's all right. Come on. It's gonna be a a whole bunch of that too. I'm gonna hold on with them here. Yeah. And then I know it's also interesting. Um, to hear other people's perspectives on things and different issues and stuff like that with issues, relationship. But you as the CEO and the founder in the host, are you ever shocked on what comes up? Um, <laughs> I will say since I have been doing this, sometimes I have my wow moments when I hear certain things. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. So even while y'all are discussing it on the on the panel, is it like a a, a platform when y'all come on live? Are other people able to get in on a discussion, or is the discussion usually just between the pan the ten panel members? Okay. So what we do is um, on Thursday we kind of rotate um, between the panel um, the panel members. So we started off with everyone being online, and now we kind of just rotate. And we typically have uh, one of the guys and one of the women will get on and then I'll be on myself as the host and we'll have a topic and then we'll have a set of questions that we will ask. I will ask to um, the guy that's online, uh, one of my guy uh, male panelists and then one of the women panelists. 
after they answer all of the questions for about the first 15, 20 minutes, we then will open it up to the public. Um, so anybody that's online that's coming in as a guest, uh, we will unmute their microphones and they're able to jump into the conversations. They're able to ask questions. They're able to give us feedbacks. They're able to add whatever they want to do. So we do have that audience participation as well. And also on next Sunday, we will have that same format. So we will have our panelists. We'll go through our questions and everything. And at the end, we will have a Q&A segment just for the audience members so that they will be able to participate, come up to the microphone, ask their questions, share their, their views and perspectives on the, the topics, and even, hey, maybe drop some knowledge for us there that night as well. Right, because that's what I was ready to get into. I was ready to say, is it ever a time? Because I know you, you you usually say that you have the topics and you have the, you know, the questions, but I'm sure uh, that it's people that come to you being sure, um, you know, because of the, the panel that you do have that have questions. Like you said, like they may pose a question about love, lust, and life. Right. And so are you you're open to that? Absolutely, we oh, want so that. Like relationship we want that. experts. Uh, yeah, we want we want all that. We want to hear from the people. Okay. We want to hear from our people. We want to hear from the audience. We want them to be able to give us feedback. We want them to be able, like I said, sometimes they dropping jewels and putting us on our feet, telling us, you know, something. So we want that. We love that interaction with the audience members. Um, and we welcome it. Um, yeah, that, that's what we want. We want to hear from them. Okay, that's awesome. Y'all heard it. So call, ask your questions. Even when they on that telling their business, ask questions or what was that's their right. experience? Because I told you I'm gonna be calling to be nervous. I'm gonna be like, oh for real. <laughs> oh, so when he did this or did that, because you know sometimes people kind of come through too because they're not as comfortable with really, you know, announcing that it's actually them or right. their situation. So they'd be like, I know this situation, or da da da. Or they got asking for a friend. Asking for a friend. I'm just saying, I'm asking for a friend. So when your man, or I mean, when he did, when my homegirl, when my homegirl, right, all of that, all of that, and I might be one of those people that comes in, you know, I don't have Maybe no one. I don't have no relationship for is in that retrospect going on right now. But you know, differently, like I said, y'all talking on different topics, y'all talking right. about family, y'all talking about community relationships, but I know the ones that get the most attention is that couple stuff, right? Because it's like, what they say, women are from Mars, men are from Venus, it was the other way around. It's all flipped up and flip flop, man, right? Is it? But, right, you know, right, right. You know, some people right. from West Baltimore, some people from East Baltimore, <laughs> some people Merlin, White Marsh, you know, that Washington and event. So, yeah, it's different out here. And right. everybody look at things when it comes to the relationships definitely differently. Um, so anything, you know, in regards to that where you can get um, some, it's kind of like going to counseling, right? Like yeah. counseling or some type of therapy what I'm getting for is absolutely like, absolutely kind of like being in a group being open being able kind of to release some things that you and then also I know I'm sure it's very helpful when people come through and I always say to learn or recognize that you ain't the only one going through something absolutely that, you know, the way life be life and for whatever reason you know when we're going through we think that it's only us or us or why me? And then you hear somebody else's story, and you be like, oh, well, I dealt with that one. Hey, girl, right. hey, I ain't had to deal with that. You right. know how it go. And so that's helpful um, as well. When you, like I was saying, you can get other people's perspectives. And also when you can kind of 
mm, embrace that you are not you are not alone and especially with these relationships today we see a lot of the same 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 stuff yeah. same foolishness people have their own idea of what love is what yeah. lust is and what Absolutely. life is um, so I'm one of the people, I always said on my show that I love conversation, communication, because yes. people say communication is the key, but it's really that comprehension part, because you can talk and we can talk all day long, but if it ain't no ground or no understanding and you right. feeling me or where I'm coming from, then what we got, you right. like talking to, you know, thin air. I mean, yeah. you know, some people feel also is that when you don't agree that it just is out the window. You know, people just want to make their point relevant and everything that they're stating, which is opinion to be fact. But, you know, it is what it is. It is what it is. So you were saying that God gave you this vision back in October 2022. And usually when things are started, just like with me, with this um, live show here and this podcast, you know, we go through stuff and God has sent us that revelation or sent us that in our spirit, spirit. And even though you just found it in October 2022, something is telling me that this idea has come to you before. But you was dragging your feet like Chess World be doing sometimes. Right? Chess be doing sometimes. Something is just telling me. I that you must have had this idea before and then whatever when October comes, you was like, all right, I'm gonna do it. It kept getting on your nerves, kept coming back in your spirit. Like, look, God was like, didn't I tell you? Mm-hmm. Didn't I tell you? And yes. then usually as well, it's like you've been through stuff. Absolutely. Or you've been engulfed so much with individuals around you that are like going through and you're kind of dealing with that or encouraging in that situation. And you're like, you know what? I need to reach the masses. It's, it's a whole bunch of people like kind of going through this. And that mm-hmm. is like kind of my story with this show as I was beginning to say, like on You Better Live, because here, that's what I do. I'm encouraging people to just live. We know mm-hmm. what it is. We know what it gives, but it is more than life to die. So you just have to live. I know it's easier said than done absolutely it's easier said than done but you better live yeah you better live and yes. everything that i try to bring through here is like you know we talk we talk about stuff happening i got my what in the what's that i'm gonna do <laughs> in a little while and i have my what in the world so we talk about the news you know the slogan is your news our views and it has to be exposed right That's so i'm news. glad that you came through to yes. be I know that you were here with me for not too long. I know it takes a little bit in preparing and everything um, for your show. You're coming on at 8.30, it's 7.30 now. So what time are you leaving? So I'm actually doing a lot of, um, to, um, this week I'm going to do a lot of promotion. So I have um, an event that I have to go to tonight where I'm doing some promotion for my excellent event tonight to try to get some more, you know, out into the community, let people know. Um, got this event coming through, you know. Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, so it's game time. <laughs> it's game time. And when you go through that event for that promotion, you make sure you go live or something, you know, or something. Yeah. Say, this is where I'm here, whatever else like that. And then also be free 
um, feel free to announce everybody. They can bother me for these six free okay. tickets. You ain't got to do them no more. They mine. They mine. <laughs> and it's up to that <laughs> you better live to give them away free. So you say, you know what? Holla at her on here. She got some free tickets. She might right. ask you for something to do, something or whatever else like that. Because guess what? They come free, but <laughs> it still won't be a fee. Right. You know what I mean? <laughs> a monetary fee. But yeah, you gotta do something or whatever. So I know I'll just give it to you. But I don't want y'all to get on the show nerves because she is giving me six <laughs> tickets for free. I'm so excited. I told y'all people are here being shy. You know how it is too when you're doing the show. Just like when you're doing your live girl, people be there, they just be watching. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I'm saying that so. Whenever they feel it, they can feel it. They know the phone lines, 443-642-9403. So what time you got to be at your event? Um, I, I got to be there by 9.30. So I got to be there more time. Yeah, yeah. Oh, 9.30, you got to get ready and get dressed and all that. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I be seeing you. I be seeing you. You look awesome in blue. That is your color, Thank right? you. Yeah, that's my favorite color. That's your color. Mine's too. Look at that blue light. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love yeah, it. She looks awesome in blue. It is something about that. Holy yes, yes. yes. <laughs> that just says, uh, uh, oh my goodness, yes. Blue is everything. Blue is everything. You went blue tonight? Yes, I am. <laughs> Wait a minute. I am giving Cleo vibes, but I ain't fake. I am chess real on a You Better Live. Um, because guess what? We ain't talk. I ain't asked her about her wardrobe early. I'm just trying to tell y'all how I be knowing things. How I be knowing things, yes, certainly. <laughs> um, so Shelly Show, Michelle, I ain't gonna hold you because it's 7 35 and you are a woman. And if you anything with, like me, it takes time <laughs> to get together. You be looking at the clock like, oh, I got two hours, you know. Yeah. <laughs> It's gonna be 11:30, girl, and our rent won't be over. Exactly. So, <laughs> I ain't gonna ask y'all to stay, but I mean, ask you to stay any much longer because I know how it is. You know, I gotta be real and I live for it. Again, right. thank you for coming. Through. I appreciate the invite. I appreciate yes. it so much and the support no and support. I appreciate it. <laughs> no problem at all. That's what we do. Love, yes. always love. God bless you. God yes. Love you. And you, you better live. Yes, thank you so much. Be blessed. Thank Have a blessed you. night. Have a blessed one. Thank she you. Leave. She better leave. Okay, so Michelle, ready to get all cute up in her blue to go to her event to promote her event. Okay, okay. But I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. Y'all know how it is. Y'all see me now? Look. That wasn't ironic that the blue light was just there, right? Was it? <laughs> so it was awesome talking to her, but baby. I got a lot to talk about tonight. It is a lot going on and too much going on for that to be going on. Uh, I'm back. I ain't leaving my notebook over on the other side tonight, y'all. Let's get to it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that was that. And then, you know, the first thing on one of the what and the what is that time? General B. It's like, no, I'm just playing. I enjoy playing some time. And then first of all, to y'all, not first of all, because I've already been on here for a while, but I'm like two hours of sleep, two hours. And I don't even think I went to sleep. I just think that I laid there, really. So I might be acting or you might think that it's a little silly, but you know it's all love. And it's always fun. So come get you some. Let's talk about it. 
So the first thing on the what in the what, because I really was like, what? Like for real? I know y'all heard it, but if you didn't, here we go. Y'all know that executive chief of staff, well, former executive chief of staff to our former governor, Larry Hogan, is on the run. It's on the run. An interstate, an interstate fugitive search has been launched for him. Who is he? Roy McGrath. Roy McGrath. Yes. He, he, he. And guess what? They just raided his house yesterday out in Florida. They looking for him, y'all. Mr. McGrath did not show up to his first arraignment. First, I guess, court in print on Monday. He was a no-show. His lawyer was saying he was expecting them, but I don't know. Somebody is lying. Somebody is lying. But what gets me, and why is a what in the what, is that the... Uh, they don't really seem outraged that this man is on the run and that he did not show up. He allegedly is accused of wire fraud, embezzlement, okay, theft and programs of receiving funds from federal, federal funds, okay, receiving federal funds and falsifying records in federal investigations. So the FBI is looking for him and it don't seem like they are like really outraged. And the way that is being reported on all the main media outlets is kind of like, oh, he didn't show up. They got a warrant issue and we worried about him. We hope that he's safe and he didn't hurt himself. Are you serious? What in a what? Not saying that I would ever want anyone to go to that effect and commit suicide or anything else like that. But seriously, worldwide media and especially here y'all know who they say the station and all that that always gives us the blues y'all better like for real kill yourself because y'all gave my girl merlin mosley the blues the blues about allegedly taking her own money and her trial has been rescheduled um again by the way i think it's the same time when it was rescheduled last time she pulled ahead it like last year it was been november the second and something happened in the beginning of the year um where they were supposed to hit the trial and now it's postponed again to the end of the year so hope everything works out for her but when i was just seeing that i really was disgusted like is they serious this man ain't show up for court this man let me tell y'all what he did y'all first of all he first was serving on the MES. The MES is the Merlin Environment Services. And they are the ones that are responsible for like the waste management, the combustion, and recycling. So I was thinking like, okay, because I got a little bit of issue to talk about that too with the recycling here in Baltimore City. Like, did he mess that up for us? Okay. So first he was there with the MES, right? He was there. Let me see what his... uh title was. I told you I ain't playing with my book. Let me put it in front of me so I can really get, and then there's a little demo here. Uh, but <laughs> with it being, what is it? Daylight saving? No, it's not daylight. It's plain food, whatever it's called. But this man, this man, as he was working for the MES, right? While he was working for the MES, I guess he was leaving to come and work with the governor administration. 
he received a severance pay. So when he was leaving that position to come and work as the executive chief of staff, and then prior to him being on this MES, I think he was like the director of operations. If I'm not, I can't see that note exactly, whatever, but he would have that one of the highest titles over there in the MES, right? And before that, he served as the deputy chief of staff, the deputy executive chief of staff to Governor Larry Hogan. So when he left that position, he then was working for MES for approximately three years. Then, I guess, I don't know if it was a promotion. I, you know, I don't know how it worked. All of it was in the government, but baby, he was working the state of Maryland, let me tell you. Because before he went over there to become the executive chief of staff for Larry Governor Holman, look at this scandal that he didn't did, child. He told MES that Governor Holman approves him getting a severance pay, which was like a total of like 236,000 or something to be, which was actually like the yearly annual salary for that position that he was holding at MES. So he told them before he actually locked in with the job, <laughs> with the governor, I'm telling y'all, boom, okay? He was the deputy chief before he was the MES, right? So I guess when he was working in three years and he was like, oh, I can go over here with Governor Hogan and steal some more money because they're not going to tell me that now that it just came out, it's supposed to be the, the, the charges is about what he did with MES, okay? It's not necessarily in his position when he was serving with Governor Larry Hogan, but he got him involved, y'all. He going to tell them people that the governor approves him receiving the summons pay. And they gave it to him. So before he came over to fulfill in his new role as the executive chief of staff, <laughs> like Governor Hogan, former Governor Hogan, y'all, I'm gagging because this is like, it's like, look, everything black ain't whack and everything white ain't right. And it's just not right. It's like, it's such, it is such like, y'all be saying this. Like, it is such, like, crazy. I can't even find a word for it right now. But it is just crazy because the way, like I was saying, they wrote my girl, Mrs. Mosey, for allegedly stealing her own money. And this ain't him stealing his own money. He stole our money. He stole government money. Blatantly did not belong to him. He got his whole salary for the year. From his MES position that he was leaving, nobody asked no question. So he was running games and he was good. And all I'm saying is that this is a black man. Everything would have been questioned. That's my whole point. Because he white, they always think shit is right. So nobody really questioned him. How did he get away with this? How can somebody say, oh, Larry Hogan? Oh, yeah. Allegedly, right? Allegedly, yes. So my thing is, but it wasn't questioned. Even with allegedly they're saying that he got the severance pay and saying that Governor Larry Hogan approved it. Like, they didn't reach out to the chat. Nobody reached out for him in the chat. Then he posed him in taking the money, allegedly, taking the money from other programs that are like federal funds. Okay? Theft. They say theft. And then he was falsifying 
information on other federal investigations. Allegedly, allegedly he was doing all this. But none of this was questioned. I don't know. Soon as it came out, though, soon as it came out, <laughs> he was like, I'm out. He only lasted 11 weeks as the executive chief of staff while forming the governor, Larry Hogan. He only lasted 11 weeks because as soon when these allegations came out, he was like, oh, I'm out. I'm out. And he was a no show for this Monday hearing. Allegedly, too, the lawyer, like I was saying to y'all before, said that he told him, okay, see you the next day. The hearing, I believe, was scheduled to begin at eight, was it 8.30 or 9. He was saying that he was expecting to see him about 15 minutes or so before that, and he never showed up. So the judge overseeing that environment hearing did issue a warrant. His house was raided yesterday. He has still not been spited. I mean, cited. They do think because of who he is and the mass showing of his photo, he will be caught very soon. But it's not like giving still like he did something wrong, even though at the end of the day, all of these charges or these things that he was supposed to do was alleged. The fact is, he ain't show up for a federal arraignment. And what they saying is, they hope he okay. Nobody is like sharing any like disgrace about his behavior. Like that's not right or whatever. You don't even hear any disgrace about what he allegedly did. Like how you heard it with. Marilyn Mosby. Like, even with the allegations, it's not like even no disgrace with it. Like, what? He just stole all the 200 and something thousand dollars. And my thing is, if they are this, I'm sure it was some other stuff. I, I mean, that's what I am going to allege that it, it something was going on before because this, this ain't nothing new. And whatever hit, happened and hit the fan, I don't know. He was like, I ain't going to court on Monday. So, do y'all believe that that was? saying he was guilty. I don't know. He showed up for FBI. FBI case. Oh, well, somebody in my comments, they were saying, I don't think it's an adequate comparison because of her status of his elected official and he wasn't. My whole thing is, I don't think it in regards to saying like elected or even higher. I'm just saying in the event of what was alleged. The theft. And everything I'll say that. And then I'm really floored that too, you know, even though she was elected and everything I'll say that, but even in his position, like he under the go governor, he didn't been up in there. He was the, the, the deputy at first before he even went in his position with WES. And then he definitely has more allegations of charges than she did. So that's why I think I was kind of making that um, comparison. It might not really seem you know, adequate, but I just was like, my mouth was like open, like, wow. And not only that, like the fact that he didn't show up for this trial, I think that's really what it was. Like he didn't show up for this trial and it wasn't like no outrage. That's the selective outrage part. It wasn't no outrage. Let somebody else would have, like he didn't show up. He did not show up. They had to leave and go to his house yesterday. A warrant was issued. They had to go to his house and raid it, raid his house up in Florida. But if he is caught, he will be brought back to 
Baltimore, they said to be for this case, whatever to be heard. I don't know if because he didn't show up and it was a warrant, I'm sure they still got to go through the processes, though. I'm still they, they still had to hold arraignment or whatever else like that. But I'm thinking because um, it was that warrant. Do you get even though it's the, the warrant and you get arrested uh, while they getting arrested now? I wonder. Yeah, that's another charge, right? That's a FTA, a failure to appear. So that's another charge. And I guess when they can't catch him, he ain't going to be sitting and waiting home to see what's going to happen. Because to my understanding, an arraignment is actually them seeing that they have enough information to actually prosecute you. So my thing is, Mr. McGrath ain't even show up. So what's that saying? But anyway, keep your eyes open for that. Ain't going to stay on that too long. I said I ain't going to stay on that too long, but I did, baby. I told the boy. <laughs> for a little 15 minutes, my necklace is getting all caught on a table. I don't know what it is. When I be on the show and I be sitting in my seat, it's like my butt be slipping. Or maybe I just be exciting it. Um, a little bit of touch of my stuff that I got going on, my little... um. OCD, got move, shift myself and everything else like that be a little uh, perfect. But that was one of the things that I definitely, definitely wanted to bring up. And yes, I understand he wasn't an elected official, but still. How they, nobody's going off. They hope he's okay. Yeah, all right. We, we hope he's okay. I don't wish no harm on him either, but where he at? At this point, either he a fugitive. He a fugitive, and y'all, y'all worry about he may have. Y'all ain't worried, or nobody ain't saying nobody is making speculations on that. I guess that was my. Point. But ain't nobody worried. Ain't not worried because don't nobody know who this man is. You want us to know who he is? We don't care. I we don't did. Care. I did. I want y'all to know. We who don't he know is. this man though. I want y'all to know who he is. He is Roy McGrath. He was the dead on. Uh huh. He stole all his money. He got two hundred thirty something dollars. No one knows him. He does not exist to us. He, no oh, one. That's why. Oh, he is this, and he out there, and he was right up there with our governor. Elijah. The only reason why we care now is because he ran. Otherwise, no one even know about this trial. <laughs> oh no, 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 no! They were talking about it beforehand and were saying because but what I'm saying really, is, a lot of the information. So I get what you're saying. We know about it now, but before <laughs> this, we did not oh, no, care. We, oh, we didn't know who he was and what position he held and everything else. And I, I get what you're saying, right? That's right because he's not an elected official, so he had nothing. He had none of the prominence that would have went behind his position. Being chief of staff means nothing because you were hired to do that job. Right. Being uh, the director of the MES means nothing because you were hired to do that job. No one knew who you were. <laughs> but nobody knew who you were. Running, you nobody are knew who you were, but allegedly he knew how to get that money. So Right. But that was behind the scenes. Now that you ran, yeah. you're now a top story. You and ran. then he tried drag. Hold on. Then he tried drag Larry Hogan. And that's how I started hearing about it. I believe. And it really came into the light because when it first came out and everything, they were talking about it, but not as much. Like I said, a lot of times, you know, when stuff go out, go on with them. I see your point of saying, you know, his position and what he was. But when stuff go on with them, you don't really hear about it as much. So you really wasn't hearing about it until the arraignment was ready to come out and it started being shared on what he was alleging by saying like, oh yeah, the governor knew about that. And Governor Larry Hogan, former Governor Larry Hogan was like, 
I know about nothing. Okay? He was like, uh-uh. No, I did not tell him he could get that severance pay. And no, 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 I didn't. But Governor Hogan has also um shared, I, I think I seen in the summer. I, I wanna say I don't even want to share that because I don't even think that was him. But just like well, I was I'm saying, that can you believe though? Because somebody had to sign off on it, especially when it's at a certain amount of money and it's coming saying. out of a bank account. Somebody signed off on something to say that he was gonna get this money. And he didn't yeah, go to the bank and actually take the money out of the account. Maybe he forged something or whatever. And then he also got, I, I know that was another part too, that he got former whole governor Hogan to allow like one of these programs that was sending like the federal fund to, to send a payment to him directly. So I don't even know how he worked that out. That That's how that allegation of Again, him. Again, there's too many la layers of security there. It is. But I guess I'm just frustrated that they ain't trying to get into it. Okay? <laughs> but, but, but that's why I'm, I'm lost on when you, when you say that. What do you mean? I mean, he was already up for trial. I mean, what do yeah, you mean? Yeah, he was already up for trial. It's not really together. Don't be lost, baby. Don't be lost. You better live for it on you better live, show. But, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, it's... It, I guess the fact too is like all of that was what your name those is allegations I guess I'm just appalled that he didn't show up for this federal crime not that that never happens but okay you know he, he don't want to go to jail he's gonna run right he don't want to go to jail but like they not even talking from that position I just guess I was trying to make the point on just that the difference on like when they're reporting certain certain stuff I could just not even imagine if uh, Merlin Mosby didn't show up, even though they were two different, you know, I guess two different levels, right? One being elected or whatever, but maybe. Uh, but that's the same thing. Like, and you don't know who the chief of staff nobody, is for the president, but nobody cares who the chief of staff is for life. And guess what, though? Yeah, nobody cares, but guess what? They definitely wouldn't have been making comments like they concerned about him. Like, at this point, he's a fugitive. Mm -hmm. And y'all concerned that he may be somewhere and committed su suicide? I'm just saying, the way that it's, I don't know. But anyway, moving on right on along, because Mommy said he was lost. So let me find him. Let me find all of y'all, if y'all here, because I don't know. Try to find somebody, because y'all is acting shy tonight. But in other news, in my what in the what? Y'all already know what happened. What happened, y'all? What happened? And I ain't mad at it. I am not mad at it. We do have, I know, the Baltimore City. Um, council has confirmed um, our new city administrator. Okay, Miss Faith Leach. We're going to talk about that a little bit when we come back. We got a little commercial break, but don't you go nowhere. You got to live. We out here. Like the air. Bring me in. The Style Lounge Boutique for a different caliber of service. The Style Lounge Boutique for clothing that fits your lifestyle. The Style Lounge Boutique at 1734 Maryland Avenue. Trust me, you're going to love it here.
Yes, and trust you are going to love it. The Style Lounge Boutique. Go holler at the Air Mika. Yes, I'm telling you, there's some style and some fashion and some action up in there. It'd be like, per, I feel like royalty when you go through that. So make sure you go through and get what you want to get. And guess what? It's women clothes, but the men be bringing it, whoever. Bring them through. Buy me something. If you want to take me up there, come on, call me, whatever. But yeah, the Skyline Boutique is definitely what is that. Is that. Is that. Right on Merlin Avenue, 1734. Y'all heard the commercial, but I just wanted to add on to it because I love me. I love me. There's a lot of people here that is doing their thing, you know, and I'm here. Before that commercial, I was ready to get into. Y'all know we have um, originally the board. Now, this supposed to be, this was shade. This was shade. Huh. Last week, I believe on Friday, when uh, Mayor Brandon Scott did his nomination for this position. The board was like, nay. And supposedly it was shade. It was shade. It was supposed to be like a real slip in the face to Mayor Brandon Scott, who the board was feeling was not, I guess, dressing things appropriately, or he was like being off of self and not including them. And it was like, no. And it's really unfortunate that it was ready to mess up his sister's chance to be the city administrator and her position. She is going to be responsible for the day in day operations of the government. Well, the, the Baltimore city, like how we run things here. She's going to do all of that. Uh, and I don't know much about Miss Faith Leach, but again, I got to do my research. She already up in there. Uh, and they voted. But I think Monday when they came back to the table, it was unanimously a seven to zero vote for her to get in. So congratulations to Miss Leach. I'm glad that the mayor and the board uh, could talk. They said they had a lot of constructive collaboration over the weekend after Friday that they were saying nay to her nomination as the city administrator but over the weekend i guess they kind of like talked about it and yeah they made it happen so kudos to them i feel good that they were able to come together and say look okay this just ain't got nothing to do with this really uh but yeah that's how it happened government i'm telling you city government all that it can get messy and they test each other and one minute somebody's supporting you one minute they not that's how we go. But let's just see, give Miss Leach a chance and everything else like that. Even though I know a lot of people, and some might even say me, have be having things to say about brother Brandon Scott. But oh no, I remember he is a true Baltimorean, born and raised here, right up there in that Park Heights community. A lot of people be saying, you know, how he be going off of all the media and saying things. But baby. I was checking out some stuff about this council van up in the city of Flint in Flint, um, Flint, Michigan. Mr. Eric Mays, but I look him up. When I tell you the brother be going in at the meetings, I said, wait a minute, they is allowing that. I thought our uh, councilmen or different people, whatever, sometimes you hear say things was off the hook. Brother was off the hook. But he just now got found guilty for misconduct from a meeting 
last year in May, May 2022. So he just now was found guilty for that misconduct. The the he was facing, I believe it was 90 days in jail or a $500 fine, but he did do an appeal, but he did be going off. I mean, I didn't see the man bring props and everything up in these council meetings. I just seen him cuss people, put him out. Oh, man, I be laughing. I be laughing. He be going in. I like it. I live for it. It's funny, but I'm like, wait a minute. A lot of what everyone was saying, like, wait a minute, that's not professional. We got to do better and everything else like that. But he is who he is and he be going off. So it just gave me a different outlook, even though you can't look at one person and say that person is supposed to be like that person. But in a couple of my thoughts and me having like, oh no, I ain't really like what they said or something else as far as it was anybody, the mayor or any councilman. And I just was like, this man over here going off, it ain't nothing like that. But that's what that is. And what I had to say about that, moving right on the long, like what in the world, what is going on? Um, The Colombian Navy, yes, the Colombian Navy just seized a mystery, oh, excuse me. <clears throat> just sees a submarine with more than a ton of cocaine. 3,000 pounds worth $87 million. Okay? Two lifeless bodies were found on board. Uh, what they are saying or speculating happened is that while they were trying to through this drug trafficking, something happened with the submarine, got into some type of accident, would cause some fumes, some, uh, what did it go, like, you know, some gases or something to leak into the submarine, killing two of the drug smugglers that were in there. And um, two of them survived, but they were very, very, very sick. I'm going to give you all some definite details on that. They going to say, I mean, I got some information who they are saying pioneered this form of drug trafficking. Then we're going to talk about this lawsuit and down in Nebraska, just all this what in the world, y'all, but I got a tingle, okay? And I'll be right back. But don't you go nowhere. Y'all better live for it. We're going to talk about it. Your news, our reviews. Be ready, because it's going to be exposed. I know. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. Okay, guess what? I'm gonna hold it a little bit. I'm gonna hold it a little bit. Cause guess what? Guess what? Sometimes going to the bathroom, it actually was not me. I could tell y'all what happens behind the scenes, because you know, Chase Real definitely keeps it real, right? So y'all can't see the comments, but lovely, lovely, lovely bro, my lovely bro, my mentor. <sighs> yeah. I say my mentor, I've been saying that. Um, he didn't go to the bathroom. So it was just like that yawn. As soon as he let me go, okay, we're going to take a break. I felt like I had to go. So don't judge me, y'all, because I'm going to keep on going just for a little bit. So I'm kind of like holding it, okay? But we've already been breaking soon. So the submarine, right? Um, drug smuggling operation was going down in the Pacific Ocean. It was bound for Central Maryland. The submarine was 49 feet. Um, like I was saying, some type of accident happened. 
uh, where it released these fumes and two of these men on the submarine died and two of them were very sick. When the feds got out there, get down, look, it's my dog on my chair. And he always know, you better get down. You better get down before I smuggle you. I like to do that. He trying to get my attention. Get it. <laughs> get Odell. Get Odell. He like to get my attention. He like you talking to them and you is not talking to me. Kobe, you better go ahead. That's why I named him Kobe because he always jumping, jumping, jumping. But the submarine, right, was coming through. They found it. The two people that they found on the deck were treated. They were supposed to be severely ill. They did treat them, but then they were shifting along to the authorities. Now, eight years ago, a Colombian man, 51-year-old Jose Samir Rateria Coro, was sentenced to 27 years in prison. He is supposedly the man who actually pioneered the use of like semi-submersible vessels to kind of smuggle these drugs, right? So this is ongoing. This is a new thing that they were doing um, in a effort to elude the authorities who are like, you know, responsible for making sure these drugs and stuff don't get over here. But what I'm saying, it's going to be some trouble. Some stuff going to be coming out because, I mean, oh, if you know anything, what they say, drug, follow crime or whatever. And I know somebody is mad that them 3,000 pounds worth, that 87 million ain't reaching over where it needed to reach. And they didn't suck the cocaine. Okay. They didn't suck the cocaine. The Colombian Navy has seized it and somebody is going to be mad. So keep y'all eyes open. I'm just saying somebody money really, really got messed up. Okay. And the Colombians, I don't think whoever the drugs this was, they ain't feeling that. They ain't feeling that. They but then who's in my in the what this one is a sad right? In the back, a school district just agreed to pay a million after their son. Jagger, not the school district sign. Student Jagger Shaw a snack as a is that during the day in the class and at the office to retrieve a this is like you can have one of mine balls. She gave him a bar halfway into of an allergic reaction. Uh, that was also reported is that they don't, nothing was reported on exactly if he had allergies or what his allergy was, or even if the school was aware. But what is interesting about this is that even when he had uh, these symptoms, he went to the nurse. Uh, first, he was provided a Benadryl, which did not work, and then he was provided a, a shot of Ephedrine. I think that's how you pronounce it. Come on, y'all. Y'all know my tongue. Uh, but give it to me. With the EpiPen, <laughs> he was shot with the EpiPen. And at that
don't hear me. I done muted myself real quick. Um, but what I was saying, I was muting myself real quick. I'm going to run back through the story in case you did not hear me. I don't know how I muted myself. Um, is the ghost up in here or a spirit, but it's all good spurs. They just like, hold on, mute it. Should I be talking about this? Wait a minute. I live for it, but not that type of live, right? I don't know. Not that type of live. Not that type of live. Not that type of live. But the school district, um, who will pay is actually the school district's liability insurance, a sum of $1 million. 14-year-old Jagger Shaw died after being provided a snack from his teacher. When he went to the nurse, they gave him a Benadryl. The Benadryl did not seem to be working. So he was then shot with an EpiPen. And looking at information about this case, I learned, and I'm sure others out there know, that being shot with an EpiPen and not necessarily needing it um, could be deadly. It does um, cause your blood pressure to raise up. It does um, possibly can cause stroke and death if you do not, if you do not, if you do not need it. So I'm like, was it? I'm not saying that he wasn't having an allergic reaction and needed the EpiPen. I'm sure for whatever reason, the nurse felt like he did. But I was really wondering, like, you know, allergic reactions is really, really serious. Like, what was it? Like, it's so sad. Can you, like, something so innocent. And I really, really do feel for the teacher um, that gave him this granola bar because I know she just was being nice, saving him a walk up to the office. I don't know if she was aware of any allergies or anything that he had. Like I said, it wasn't being reported uh, either way by the, 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 uh, the information that I've been seeing his parents having and informed of an allergy or whatever have you. But after he was shot with the EpiPen, he was taken to the hospital by way of ambulance and he did transition from this life. Uh, so rest in peace to Mr. Shaw. Prayers and love has definitely been sent out to his parents because that is certainly, certainly tragic. Um, you don't expect things like that to happen. We know things like that do happen, but it does not make it any less tragic. And that was in Pabellonian, Pabellonian, um, Nebraska, but right in Nebraska. Um, so they're going to get paid and money do not. Money does not, does not, does not bring a person back. But uh, I know in those civil cases, it's kind of to make a person whole, I guess, in some respect. So one million, one million of family will be awarded that for this wrongful death of their son who just ate a granola bar from the teacher uh, in school and then on another what in the world, did y'all hear about them people? I told y'all different stuff is on my do not visit list. And where this happened over in Montemoros, Mexico, it is number four, the 11th four city, which is the highest for alert of not to travel. So that's the highest level that you can be. And that's what this city is. Four Americans from Bronzeville, Texas, entered into this part of Mexico in a white van with Carolina tags, and two of them 
are now deceased. Two of them did survive this kidnapping. Uh, one of them was injured. One of them was not. The two did, Mrs. Zendel Brown and Saeed Woodard, rest in peace. The two survivors are Williams and Latavia Tay McGee. Allegedly, the story is they were crossing over. She was going to get some type of surgery. Um, these guys accompanied her. They even got videos of this too, guys. Like they had the video footage. That's how it was made away to us as the Americans. Um, right away, they had like one person in custody. I know it was some follow-ups between El President and the, Mexi the uh, Mexico's um, president. It's a 50000 dollar reward for arrest uh later on i think like a cartel down there claimed responsibility they turned in like seven people so i'm like did they get the fifty thousand dollars the cartel uh but yeah so people you know us messy they say mm -mm, they wasn't going over there for no surgery because it was one girl and three guys uh, and they were saying they was going over there looking for the plug and this tragedy happened. I don't know either way. All of that is alleged. Um, I don't live for that, but baby, Mexico, what is it? Matamoros. Let me spell it for y'all. M-A-T-A-M-O-R-O-S is number four on the number four level of cities of not the travel. And that is the highest level. So guess what? That's on my list right with Russia. And I'm going to encourage you, do your research. Be for y'all. I know we all like to travel and do little stuff and all that, but do your research. Don't go nowhere where they ain't, they ain't, they ain't, they ain't welcoming. They ain't welcoming. That's not no tourist attraction. And then it is really sad too that if this sister was going over there to get some type of cosmetic surgery, and I guess these guys coming to support her or accompany her on this journey, and this happened because soon as they came into Mexico. Yeah, I mean, y'all got to look it up. Y'all got to look it up. I'm talking about the, they came out with guns blends and dragged these people out that day in a minivan and put them in the back of a pickup truck and went away. And like I told you, two of them ain't make it out from that. Two of them ain't make it out from that. So, yeah, that's really serious. Y'all know I had my guest on earlier at the beginning of the show, Miss Lachelle Silva, who is the founder and the CEO of Love, Lust, and Life. And she gave me some tickets to give away. So since I haven't really heard from nobody, I'm just saying the first person to comment, the first person to com com call in. You got tickets, so bring it to me, 443-642-9403. I also will be next week. I am going to celebrate the life of the awesome brother, Baba, my family, Baba, Imhotep Fatiu. Yes, to go and celebrate his life. Today is actually him and my cousin, my family, their anniversary. I think, what it is, y'all? We young. What is it? 20 years now? Maybe 18. It's something. They've been together for a long time. Together for a long time. Definitely a beautiful reflection of what Black love is and what it should look like. Um, so shout out to them. Shout out to them. May they continue to evolve to be the best 
into their best selves for one another. I love him so much. I'm excited to be June and going to celebrate him, but I am going to be there. I'm going to be there at that event. That event is actually earlier in the day on the same day that this event that Love, Lust, and Life is hosting out there in White Marsh, Maryland. Um, she plugged y'all in, but I ain't got to give y'all a commercial. <laughs> or as she plugged y'all in, she told you how to find her on Facebook. I believe it was panel underscore discussions. That also was the IG thing, but love, lust, and life. Type it on in on your little magnifying glass look on um, Facebook, and it certainly should come up. So I'm going to be at that event. I want you to come through. It was all SVP, but guess what? Stuck me a little bit. Stuck me a little bit. I'll do something. Wait till I come out. That event is like three hours. And then you see me. You see me there with my red locks up in the air. Guess what you need to tell me? You need to tell me love, lust, and life. You better live and throw them signs. And guess what? I got them tickets to give to you we got uh i said i was gonna tell y'all how many i got did i but i got some and if you want them come and get them i'm sure it's going to be an awesome event so make sure y'all check out that page see what it's all about it's not just a discussion it's going to kind of be like a show she said a good time it's a mix and a mingle so come on out and mingle how you know how and have some good 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 fun okay 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 and other news, too, I went on the world on what in the world, because it definitely be given a what in the world. But another what in the what, same things that are still happening. Right before I joined the show, I was talking to the awesome Moni. We was talking about things that I know I'm always talking about here. The murder rate, I was mentioning to him that, unfortunately, another young man was shot yesterday, uh, leaving school, 4 o'clock, um, P. And he was shot at a gas station, but luckily this young man did survive. He did. He did survive. Excuse me. I'm all worked up. I've been drinking my water, y'all, trying to get into because I be 41 and I want to look like the sun when my birthday comes. Do you hear me? Right, 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 right. Um, but this young man did survive his injuries. I believe he was um attends. Uh, reach partnership was it reach see sometimes y'all be having my book but then it'd be so much like if i can really show y'all look look at all my writing i ain't wrong i ain't <laughs> i don't do no faking i y'all my name ain't chess world for nothing but i be writing down these notes and i kind of just be jotting and jotting but they do they be all over the place so when i be thinking that i'm going to come here and do my thing and spit it off and give it and i be having it in my head i do um but then sometimes it just mm, not fade away it never fades away i'm always there thank god same mind body and soul um but i was trying to give you like some specifics about that incident Yes, we know that shootings happen every day uh, in Baltimore City. It's well over 300 murders, I think, for the last eight years. I don't know the exact numbers. Um, but it's not uncommon. This is definitely the norm for a city stricken with poverty, sickened with drug abuse, sickened with mental illness. Um, lack of housing, 
lack of resources is definitely not. I mean, it would be a shocker. I know it is a shock and it is unfortunate that people lose their lives every day senselessly, but it ain't nothing new. And I'm through with people having that, what they say, selective outrage. Mm -hmm. <laughs> but anything green grows, y'all. That's the name of the show. That is also not the name of the show. That was just like my topic because like I was saying, I like to play on different stuff like that. And I have a joke with one of my sisters, Lakeisha White who is the peach lady be doing her karaoke every um, Wednesday um, up there. She also has like shady girl shades and all that. Look, I always be showing love to Morton people, right? But um, wait a minute. This necklace, this chain, y'all, keep on getting stuck on my table. Wait a minute. I got throw it back here behind my neck. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but I just was saying that every day, uh, green grows. I always say that to her, that being her favorite color, green, like everything, green grows. And yes, it do. The money, the grays, everything green, everything green. It certainly goes. I know y'all was wondering, like, what's the connection? Why would you be saying that? Everything green grows. Y'all don't always have a point, right? And that's the point. That's it. That's it. Everything green grows. The algae in the water, all of that. Everything green, green grows. The green, green, that be on MP, all that. Everything green grows. Everything green grows. But it is a second, and I like to always say it. So just keep on growing every time I hope that you see the color green, um, whether it's in your pocket, in front of your eyes, um, in your pocket as a form of money, in front of your eyes as a serene thing coming through, whatever you look at, whatever you enjoy, the grass, the trees, just look at it, look at it grow. And remember, you know, like with the season and spring coming back, yeah, a lot of stuff was dead. A lot of stuff withered away um, during certain parts of the year. And that's just like, and us and our human existence, but it does come a time where it springs up and it grows. So may you continue to grow, to grow, to grow, to grow. And every time you see green, I hope you remember that. Everything green grows. Everything green grows. Uh, I was talking about the young man that got uh, shot yesterday. His name has not been released. But just like I was saying, luckily, he did survive his injuries. Um, as of date, it has been seven, seven, seven other youth that have been stricken by senseless gun violence so far this year that have lost their lives in the city of Baltimore. All of these seven uh, youth were like they connected it to either going to school. I remember the one young lady, the first day of school. Uh, Deja, uh, she was killed. Uh, you had uh, Dante, you had Isaiah from last week, but a lot of them either leaving school on their way from school, leaving school, hook school, or whatever else like that have been victims of this gun violence, which is very, very sad. No, it is the norm, but that does not mean that it is not tragic it is when you hear stuff like that it really is it really is when you hear stuff like that and then also 
in Baltimore City, News, you know, they've been playing with this recycling. You know, I was saying earlier, <laughs> I've been put that on that man. Said that he had something to do with that. Well, I mean, he was with the MES for three years. Uh, but recycling arguments have came up to get our weekly recycling back here in Baltimore City. Yes, I didn't know that it had been so long, but they um, were saying that it's kind of been like a span going on three years where the DPW has had issues with being able to collect recycling efficiently and as they had planned. Still no information coming from DPW is when they're going to get on track. Nothing is really coming from them. They just report and they're going to get the information when they could. Um, Councilman Zeke Cohen has brought the argument to the table like, yeah, we just want to know what's up. People are saying it's a disgrace. I can say for myself, baby, the can be overflowing. I got a can here, a bag here, this here, this there. And not to mention when they come, they don't even dump the whole thing. Trash is everywhere. Cardboard boxes soda boxes, everything you can recycle. And especially us having this wind and everything here, it has been more trash around. I just was out the back the other day, went up the whole alley because I never, I, like when I came through, it was a man on the news like, look at this, this is a disgrace. It is, it looks a mess. It's, it's recycling, but it's trash. And it really looks trashy. It's blowing everywhere. Everything else like that, I really don't know. They were saying that they switched it to this bi-weekly because they don't have enough trucks. They don't have enough employees. And that, 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 that. Yeah, okay. But y'all need to do something. I don't know. Do they need to have a recycling drop-off state? I don't, I don't know. But something needs to be done because it is more trash um, going around, around here. And another issue, another house. Another house, y'all. Yep, I'm jumping all over. I told y'all I had a lot to talk about. Another abandoned... Wait a minute, vehicle. let's stay here for a second. <laughs> let's stay here for the recycling. For a second, just for a you second. You want to talk about it. I look, I, I move on. Because, I was like... I, mean, I, I, I understand exactly what you're saying as, as yeah. a, a homeowner about, you know, the collection of recycling. But at the same mm -hmm. time, you do have to still realize that they're only able to process about 20% of everything that they collect. Right. So they, they, when they say they don't have enough staff, there is not enough trucks, they mean that. I mean, it's not a lie because right. they can't process all of this. Most most of the recycling that they collect end up back in the, the, the waste, um, the, the landfill. End up in the trash anyway. Yeah, because they, they can't process it all. But you know, I can process it all. Yeah, yeah, and I couldn't see that. But and I, and I guess... A lot of people jump more on board, though, Moni, if you remember. Remember, it was this big initiative when, you know, the man first came on board. They gave out all the recycling bins or whatever. Because mm -hmm. I'm even going to admit, I was not a real big recycler um, before that campaign was out there and before they gave right. the free bin. I and I was. I did. I had my own bin that I put outside okay. with my recycling in it. But I, even back then, I realized that they did not have the capability because they wasn't even accepting plastic bags. Now we're overflowing. Right. Like, I'm overflowing with plastic bags right now. And yeah. it's like, I can't, I don't have enough uses for them because I used to put my recycling in them and put them in my little container. You know, whether you throw those bags away or not, that's not my problem. But I'm going to use them to hold my recycling. Yeah. You they can throw them away. <laughs> they don't take bags. And just like I said, too, my can be so 
stuff. That big mm -hmm. bin, you know, that the city gave to everybody with the cold on the back. <laughs> right. And somebody, they done got mixed around too, baby. It be blowing so much. I know the can right there ain't the one that I started out with. And you know they see, I know my numbers on my stuff. I always got my cans. <laughs> I called one time to ask for my numbers. I looked, was like, this is not my <laughs> can. This is not my can. But when I went right there, it was at the end of the yard. I was, I was so I don't know. Mine's blew somewhere. Somebody took it. Then they was like, oh, that's there or whatever. I don't know. I ain't go walk down and get it. But yeah, the cans all registered. Um to your address but with that being said i stuffed that can so much that it's they don't even empty it all the way like when they come they put it on the back of the truck you know it got like that little lift but it doesn't get all of it right like it's so much in it like it does not get all of it and then even when they do that and they emptying them and they come in for the collection and the wind blows like the trash is everywhere yeah, but but, I, but as far as the collection process, mm -hmm. I don't think they can actually change. I don't. I don't recommend. I really don't recommend them changing that every other week process week until they're able to process it one hundred percent. If you can't process the recycling one hundred percent, there's no need of collecting more to make your backlog worse. Right. Because that's what it would be. All those trucks would be just sitting there, still housing. Because if you don't have no way to put it, besides the landfill. Then what's the point? Because right, if it's right. in the landfill, that's just making the environment worse. Right. You're not actually affecting it. change. And I get it because I, I think you know it was promoted so much. So just like I was saying when he had that campaign, I know a lot of people if they wasn't recycling already, they started recycling. And then people like myself is that you know I did recycling, but it was like minimum. I was like. If I recall, I did like certain things, and I don't know why. Like I would do my water bottles and you know, cans and different stuff like that, mm -hmm. but like big jugs and all that. Right. I don't remember like really being pressed to put that in there. Like my, you know what I'm saying? Like the big plastic jugs or something like that. Like my bleach bottles or my laundry, mm -hmm. my laundry detergent and stuff like when I was You know, but it's also great that everybody's actually participating in it. But it is. On. It's, it's unfortunate you know, I mean, that... It's the least you can do. I mean, seriously. It's the least you can do, but... <laughs> What is it doing if it's going in the trash anyway? But that's my point. So, I mean, y'all, just, just to your discretion, look. Is, I mean, everybody is always complaining, but, but they don't even know what the process is and why these things have changed. Right. As right. you are participating, there is a lot more recycling to be done, but they never had the capacity to even do what they were doing before. Right. But, I mean, they did that. They 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 increased it. They increased the participation. Well, exactly, exactly. But that's also why they gave you a giant, a bigger container, so it doesn't look bad as they're collecting it. Oh, and it looks now bad. you started overly. Now you overly recycle and yeah. overflowing that trash can. Yes, because everybody on it. But you, but you do know that's your fault because they everybody tell you not to it. overflow. Your trash cans on your front porch should Look, always tightly close. You the lid BB closed. That trash can in, in your house. You oh, the lid BB. The lid DB closed. <laughs> the lid DB closed. I'm just saying, I don't know how effective that truck is that they be putting it on the lift <laughs> and dumping it because it's still dumping easy. all of it, right? And it and it blows everywhere. Because yeah, they tell you not to jam pack it because they don't, they're not going to put their hands in your trash. Right. They do the trash can the same way. Yeah. But they're not going to touch your trash. <laughs> 
Right. And and I had seen a man on the news. He had got like a little shed built like in front of his mm-hmm. house, like a partition to try to stop it from blowing away. You, you really you really can't blame him for not wanting to touch your trash. Y'all know y'all put your snot rags and stuff in your trash. I'm not touching that. Ew. Yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't. I'll get sick and y'all just be putting your sputum everywhere. Uh, see. See. And y'all know y'all do it. Y'all know y'all do it. Raise your hands. Y'all ain't got to admit it. Raise your hands. We proud of y'all for recycling. (laughs) And I guess the point that I want to make or the encouragement that I want to give is that you got to use your discretion. And my thing is, right, like Moni was saying, we hear everybody complaining. I get it. I got some points too about it. But guess Mm -hmm. what? I got enough sense that if it's getting like that, I'm not going to keep on folding up the boxes. A lot of us don't use our collective thinking and and trying to figure out what the process that's going on behind the scenes. Is. Okay. That that you know it. You know you feel that recycling been up, and you know you didn't do that in the past. Yes. That so everybody might be doing the same thing, and it might be overwhelming. Right. And so, don't feel bad about having to throw something in the trash <laughs> because it's right. exactly. If it don't fit in the recycling, then put it in the trash. Unfortunately, you be proud of yourself. If you feel that been up, be proud of yourself. That's enough. Don't keep At least they, they pick the trash up every week. If it ain't going to fit in the recycling bin, put it in the trash. <laughs> put it in the trash. The recycling around here is every other Tuesday. That my trash date is Friday. But yeah, that's what I do. That's what I'm saying. You got to use your discretion. And so I'm glad they, what they did for week. us is, is our recycling is every other Friday. And we get our trash picked up on every Wednesday. So I, I mean... Okay. Yeah, I know it's different schedule, different days. And because you were here yesterday, you noticed all the trash that had blown around around here. And mm-hmm. my block is like a wind tunnel. Everybody's trash from every other block actually comes down on my block for some reason. Right. We're always cleaning off our fronts from other people's right. trash. It don't even be our own trash. <laughs> don't even. And then how like my house is, it's like I'm in the middle. It's like three houses. Like I'm in the middle. So every time in the blow, everything come right on up. And it's one time it was like all the trash be like, hey, let's go to Chase Real House. Let's go to the trash So I guess that's really too why I'm agitated. But yes, trash is everywhere. But the people are complaining saying because they're not having enough recycling pickups. But my thing is, give it up. What do you want us to the, the, it, it the question, in the trash? The question that, that, that can be asked back to those residents is where do you want us to put it? No, put it in the trash. We want y'all to put it in the trash. Right. That, that's where we want you to do. Damn, that's yeah, the answer from the recycling you, people. Put, put the rest the of it in the trash. If it ain't going to fit in your recycling bin, put it in the trash. Right, put it in the trash. <laughs> unfortunately, really we can't do nothing with it. Even if we pick it up and take it to recycling, we can't do anything we put with it. put it in the trash anyway. <laughs> We're going to put it in the trash anyway, so don't feel no type of way. They are holding on. I'm, I'm serious. They are holding on to our, uh, an ordinate amount of 10 in the recycling um, programs right now. And there is a tin shortage everywhere for companies like cat, cat food tin cans, all those things. They're having shortages on that, which is why if you ever go down to pet owl food line of any place right now, those mm-hmm. shelves are bare because they don't have tin to put the food in for cats. Mm. But they are, the tin is available. It's just at the recycling places. They, ain't the doing that. Part, but they don't have the, the capacity to process it. Right. We we right. We gave our recycling, but it ain't making it to that part of the cycle yet. <laughs> it's still sitting at DPW. It ain't be reused yet. It's still sitting in DPW trash. <laughs> and 
Your, your like, favorite like man. Said, most of hold it on, because they can't process it. They hold on to it. They put it in the landfill. Hold on. And your favorite man that then pumped everybody up about recycling. Actually, this wasn't his program. This actually wasn't his program. This was Sheila Dixon's program that actually okay. took him years to get initiated. Yeah, and when he came, he really like was putting his stamp on that. But man, they had Brandon Scott himself delivering them bins. <laughs> and, re and remember, it was going on, baby. They hired everybody to drop them off too. I was so what is going on? I thought it was the cartel around here. They was jumping off a of pickup truck. The trash trucks, everything to give out them bins, baby. Mm. They give out the blue bins, and also they had contractors and them green bins. But that also frustrates me that it's so many trash cans around, and it just frustrates me too on how much people litter mm. and just those well, trash exactly with a trash can sitting right there in front of you, right there on the corner. Mm. Yeah, it'd be a mess. Um, but yes, get to know things, and I'm glad. To let you know, get to know things about what's going on in city government and everything else like that. Get more involved, y'all. See what's going on and look into what's going on. Don't always listen to someone else. Opinion. And check your selective outrage. Check it. Check it. Check it. Check it. Learn for yourself. But it is an organization that has been launched here, the Peace Organization. And why I ran across this because... This was actually a guy that I voted for and for mayor, uh, Paul Wallace. Um, he is the treasurer. The chairman is Giovanni Patterson. They have started this organization. Him, um, it was someone else in the com um, comments, Miss, what is her name? Miss, was it Euripsy Morian? I'm sorry, ma'am. Um, I know I'm not pronouncing that uh, correctly. But yeah, they started this organization called PEACE. PEACE stands for People for Elected Accountability and Civic Engagement. They've been in existence since 2022. They are, their mission is to engage and energize voters across Baltimore City and encourage city residents to become more actively involved in the political process peace strives to hold those in power accountable and to create a healthy transparent baltimore city government that serves its citizens not special interests or lifelong politicians yep right here in baltimore city that is definitely what that organization is geared to do i see that they had an upcoming event on um, like a town hall that is going to be going on uh, on the 21st, which, yeah, that's next week, right? Was it this week? This year is is flying like all the other years, so it ain't nothing new. Um, but, yeah, at Victory House Worship Center, they're going to be having something, but you do have to register. Um, so I suggest go out and find more about it. I started, I came across the information today. Um, I signed up to receive information, um, to receive, like, the emails and the information and stuff like that. Because, like I say, I can admit, I, I ain't fake, I'm real. Yes, the goddess shares. Um, and there's been a couple of things that has been, um, you know, me as a voter, I've been influenced to vote for or not vote for either way or had my own ideas on matters. And then after the fact, I may receive 
more information. And I'd be like, uh, should my vote would could have went that way or dang, I didn't really think about that part of it. So I'm glad to see um, that these citizens here in Baltimore came together um, with this to educate us. And I already read off that whole mission statement. I ain't gonna read it again. Peace with all of that, but definitely check them out. I always say, go on there and do peace. They got it cracking. People for elected accountability and civic engagement. So I'm going to be checking that stuff out, seeing what they got, and try to learn some stuff about the city government and get a better understanding um, for myself, for the, you know, uh, for myself and for my community and everything else like that. I always joke about it, but you don't never know. I might be the mayor. I might, yeah, one day. Who knows? <laughs> and maybe peace can help me. But just like I was saying, it caught my eye because Paul Wallace, the uh, treasurer, was actually um, a mayor nom uh, nominee for mayor here in Baltimore City in the last election um, involving in um, the, the one that Brandon Scott won. So, yeah, I'm making it known. I voted for Paul Wallace. I think I told this story before that I had got the opportunity to actually go to like an open house with him. Well, actually, he came to someone's house that they opened it up for him to come in and have a discussion with us. Uh, let us know what his plans were and different things like that. I was really, really um, impressed. It wasn't like a I don't know. He just was real. He keep, he kept it real. He kicked it with us. He let us know what was going on. So definitely he had got our vote. Not that I was against uh, Brandon Scott, but I just was feeling like he already been in the city council. I don't know. I guess I was feeling like, mm, I don't know. I don't got nothing against him, but you know, I'm from East Baltimore. Might have been because he's from West Baltimore. Huh? I'm just, <laughs> I keep it real. I am not Y'all better live for it. We talked about a lot today. We talked about a lot today. I ran it down for y'all, honey. It was your news, and I definitely gave you our reviews. Well, mine's anyway, because y'all was really acting shy today. But we talked about the tragedies that continue to happen here in Baltimore City um, with the census murders. I ran it down about that guy, McGrath. What's his name again? Because they said nobody know him. But all I know is Monday, he ain't show up for court. Monday, he ain't show up for court and he is a fugitive. But they ain't worrying about him being a fugitive. They are not outraged that this man allegedly stole his money and everything else. And he did not show up to court. No, they, they outraged that he might be somewhere and he might have harmed himself. Uh, I don't mean to say it like that. But yeah, Roy McGrath, we talked about that. We talked about uh, Faith Leach um, getting a 7-0 anonymous vote, uh, anonymous, excuse me, vote for the chief administrator um, officer. She'll run the day-to-day -day operations of the city government, ensuring an effective and efficient and equitable delivery of city services. So maybe she can address the uh, recycling thing. I ain't worried about the recycling. I'm also worried about these abandoned houses that keep on um, blowing down too because another one blew down uh, on West Landville uh, this week. Blew on uh, West Landville. Luckily, no one, no one was injured, but it happens too much. I had some specifics on that based on a report by JHU, which is John Hopkins University. 
they say that these vacancies in the city is costing the taxpayers in the system in the city an estimated 200 million dollars a year to maintain so maybe they need to address that and then they have more money to hire and do what they need for this recycling i mean i'm just saying y'all for it because i don't um but anyway it is about fourteen thousand. i had that number down too yeah fourteen thousand vacant buildings here in the city of baltimore and allegedly according to the city's database um an official database owned by the city all of these vacancies are privately owned all of them are privately owned so i mean what they no signs they ain't making them take care of these houses like what is going on because a lot of times people will say they're coming out neighborhoods and our community and they be like why we don't take care these black folks or whatever don't take care of their communities. Don't take, but it'd be a lot of that. A lot of this stuff really be our source. And guess what? These houses is not owned by us. They probably own these people come in, they buy these houses, and then they do nothing with them. They do nothing with them. They leave them. And I know a lot of a, a lot of them too was owned by people who transitioned. You know, didn't have any family. They were bringing down. I knew about like two people. That had actually happened to, like, had a house left for them. They couldn't really afford to keep it up. And they kind of just, like, left it. Um, but, yeah, allegedly these 14,000 homes are privately owned. The city doesn't own any of them. Uh, I don't know what they need to do, but they need to do something because these houses keep on breaking down. You know, it was whirlwind blowing down, collapsing. You know, it was real windy here this week. And wind gonna blow, and we can't be having buildings just falling down. It happens, but it's too much going on for that to be going on. And luckily, why nobody walking past that got injured and everything else like that, or yeah, lost their life because you know we talk about the senseless gun violence, but even stuff like that being hurt um, or these houses continue to collapse is senseless to me. Y'all gotta do something about them. The people who own them or whatever. I know it's some type of legal process or whatever you got to go through. If y'all don't want to attend to this, knock them down. Knock them down. We have a whole bunch of empty lots or whatever else like that. But the fact that it's costing us $200 million, $200 million. And then this is to the JHU study. So it ain't no shade to uh, John Hopkins, but I'm going to leisure John Hopkins. Y'all was buying everything else up. The job bodies of abandoned houses. I mean, this is the trick for the city. Then they give you all this money because John Hopkins is building stuff everywhere, especially over East Baltimore. But this house collects over West Baltimore. Um, but yeah, we talked about a lot. We talked about a lot. I wasn't too silly, even though I really, really, really am like running what they say on fumes on like not even food i don't know on air i'm here out here like the air so breathe me in i'm here and i enjoyed the show like always every 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 thursday i am here live seven to nine giving it to you you know god loves you god bless you you gotta join me every thursday and y'all better stop being shy let me know y'all in here show me some love like, share, and comment. I sent out them likes 
um, the request the likes for my page. Come on now, it was very few. Um, you know, you can find me chessrule underscore seven on IG. My personal Facebook page is Chessie the Empress Dorsey. Yeah, that's my government. Mm-hmm. That's my government. I don't know if I should be saying that, but anyway, it's so much fraud and stuff like that going on. But I don't care because I ain't the only Chastity Dorsey. I learned that too. You ain't the only one. You be thinking that your name is the only one. Somebody got my first middle and last name, but the middle name is spelled different. I was like, wow. I was like, wow. I am not the only one. I know I reported a lot, guys. I did because that's why I want you to keep your eyes open and i want you to live for it and to keep on living because stuff be happening and happening and happening and it just be so much and sometimes we really get it confused to think that whatever we going through or whatever is going on like in our city there's a whole world out there so that's a little bit of the point of me doing the what in the world just to let y'all know like yeah troubles oh my goodness come every day and troubles is every but you better live. It's not just you. It's not just me going through. It's every, 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 everybody. It's everybody. And I also have a treat for y'all tonight. I want to remind y'all again. I got them tickets. I got them tickets. Come on now. Y'all know y'all want to go to that event. Meet me next Sunday outside. Of the, oh, should I be telling that? I was playing. What they say, I don't even really want to manifest that. Nobody's talking me, but no. If you come with love, I am protected, blessed, and highly favored. Come on through and say to me, love, lust, and life. You better live. It's just for a second. And you're going to have that ticket. Also, next week, before the show, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to provide the same opportunity. I'm going to say, if you call in, uh, you make a comment or whatever else like that, I'll probably just ask a question. I'll probably come back. To this and say, what's that about? And whoever answered it, I don't know. She said the terms is mine. So guess what? I'm gonna give them away. I'm gonna give it away, but it's it's gonna be a fee. Not financially, but yeah, mm-mm, I ain't just no. It's like, no, I'll give it to you, y'all, but we just gonna have a little fun for you to get it. I have a treat, you know. I always share with y'all that I myself am an artist and I'm sensitive about my shit. But we're not gonna get it. Sisters, tonight, I'm going to keep it real like I do. Give it to y'all. Peace and love to the gods and all the goddesses out there. I'm going to share one of my selections. Yes. Um, everyone who knows me, the girl chest real. And as a hip-hop artist, as a poet, I sell shoes. I do whatever. I just love to love. So let me stop it. Let me stop it. I'm going to share this with y'all because, like I said, my message tonight was everything green grows. Every time you say green, like the grass, the trees, anything, the leaves, anything. That little old frog, my little old lizard that I got over here, he grew like really, really fast. And your money, I hope your money grows. All of that, just remember that everything green grows. And all the time, realistically, it ain't always green, if you know what I mean. But it's still growing. So keep your head up. And my selection tonight, because I am ready to get them out of here. That's right. Y'all know I stay within the time frame. I don't be playing. And then plus, I got to go sleep. 
Um, but this selection right here is I am. Don't you ever get it twisted. And you better live. I am. Let's get it. I am sophistication, determination, inspiration, man's motivation, my own classification. I am serenity, dignity, prosperity, and courage. I can love to infinity and don't get discouraged. I am power. I am respect, immaculate with intellect. I am the tears and the tears and the sweat and the years of oppression. But I'm still faithful, not hateful. I care. I'm a blessing. I birth sons and daughters. I am a supporter, a hustler, a mother. I keep things in order. I am the truth, my ancestors' roots. I am a star that always shines through. I'm strong. I'm free. And victoriously, I can't be broken. I am a priceless token. I'm hope. I'm dreams, a progressor, a successor, a queen, the ultimate thing. And I just keep getting better. I'm life. I'm soul. I'm righteousness and hold. I'm bold as my feistiness upholds my status as the baddest force. After God, of course, to step foot on the face of this earth. I'm so full of grace. You cannot measure my worth. I am. I am. I am. It's true. I am. I am. And so are you. Give me y'all. I had to read a little bit off my paper. But yes, I love to do performing um, spoken word and different things like that. I hope y'all enjoyed it. Yes, I am. I am. And you are too. Everything green grows. God loves you. God bless you. Come through next week and check me out right here on B Exposed. Radio. I'm out of here, y'all. Love y'all. See you next week. You better live. Is your little man with his good man?